This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. What is up, fam? Welcome to another episode of the Girl Fit Method podcast. And on today's podcast episode, I have Randy, who is a part of the Girl Fit Method family, and she shares her story all on how she was completely consumed by exercise, by diet, and how frustrated she was because her body wasn't changing and how she's essentially found food freedom now and a better way of doing things. And in turn, she's actually seeing the changes in her body that she has always wanted. Super excited to bring this conversation to you because as I was talking to her, I was like, my goodness, I feel like her story is my story, like fully. And I know that it's probably your story as well, if you're listening, or has been your story at some point in your life. So it's a really powerful conversation. It's just so rewarding to see how someone can transform in such a short period of time with the right guidance really is mind blowing. But before we get into today's podcast episode, just a quick reminder, uh, if you're wanting to enter into our Gymshark giveaway, we give away a $100 Gymshark voucher each month for someone that leaves a rating or a review for the podcast, screenshots that and then sends it on over to me and then you will go into the running. You guys don't understand how much it actually helps to support the podcast and to also get these stories out to other women. These stories do make a massive impact. I remember when I was going through my own journey and my trying to heal my relationship with food and exercise and I would just be like Googling or like on YouTube trying to find people that were in the same situation as me and how they overcame their bad relationship with food and exercise and found balance again and found happiness. And so I really want to be that voice to others and that's the best way you guys can support me to actually do that. All right, that's it from me. Let's get into the interview. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. On today's podcast episode, my goodness, I haven't done a podcast like this in so long. We have a Girl Fit Method beautiful family member with us, Randy. Hello and welcome. How are you? Hi. Yeah, good. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Now, you are in Dubai. Am I correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. Yes. What is it like living in Dubai? Um, it's, I mean, it's hot is, is the main, the main takeaway. Um, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Have, have you been? I have never been. It is one place that okay. I do want to travel to, but when mm. you say it's hot, how hot are we talking here? Um, I mean, so, so I spent most of my life actually living in Thailand. So I felt like I was very used to heat. Um, coming here is, it's quite different though. It's, uh, in the summer, at least it can be like, 48 degrees plus and then humidity on top of that right so you're just you're cooking uh yes. it's it's not it's, it's not it's, pleasant that is very hot and that's not I thought it was dry heat it gets yeah scary. I did too I did too yeah so I've only lived here for a year now and and I I thought desert dry but it is uh yeah it's humid yeah right. my hair gets big yeah oh, doing your hair in humidity is an absolute nightmare it's pointless really <laughs> It doesn't it's completely happen. pointless. It's frustrating. It, yeah. It does not work. I know. I'm totally with you there. But as long as you're happy and expo- it sounds like you're exploring the world, which is really awesome. And I'm so excited to have you on today's podcast episode because we are going to talk all about your story. 
And it's a powerful one. And I know, I know a lot of our listeners are going to resonate with you and hopefully provide them with value and some inspiration to maybe take some steps in the right direction. So let's get stuck into it. First of all, I want our listeners to get to know you. So give us a little bit of a summary of what your upbringing was like, what you were into, and then we can kind of talk about where you're at today. For sure. Uh, So I'm Canadian um, and grew up in uh, Winnipeg, uh, centre of Canada, which is kind of bleak and boring, but it's a place, you know, it's a place to be. Uh, So I grew up there and then pretty much from the time I was 21, um, I've been an expat. So most of that has been based in Thailand, um, but kind of travelled around a lot as well. So I've been to, I think, 57 countries and all seven continents. And so travel has been a big part of my life. Um, and yeah, and then moved to Dubai, uh, a year ago. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm just a fairly active person, a social person. I like to do a lot of stuff, stay busy. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, kind of, kind of who I am. Yeah. How amazing. So you are a bit of an adventurer, I would say. I so yeah. 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 I think a lot of us are are scared to move away in particular from family or what we're familiar with. Like moving to a different country is massive and it takes, takes some guts. For sure. And I think, I mean, I've, I did it on a whim um, at 21 because I was like, that's, that's what you do when you graduate university and you don't have a plan. Like you go to Thailand to teach English. Right. Um, And so I did it for a year and then my contract was up. I moved back to Canada and then I was like, wait, why? Why did I move back? Um, that was that was a stupid choice. Um, so yeah, I just kind of moved back to Thailand and uh, realized that it was what worked for me. So yeah, love that, love it. Hmm. Well, let's have a chat about your relationship with food, exercise, your body, and I know that starts for you off when you were younger. So do you want to tell us a little bit about when you became aware of food, and then maybe exercise as well as being aware of what your body looked like too. For sure. Um, so yeah, so so actually at a young age, um, I'd gone through like a massive stressful time in my life. I mean, like who doesn't when they're, you know, 12 and go through puberty or whatever, right? Um, but for me, I was I was just going through a lot of stuff that I didn't really know how to how to process or or work through. Um, and I think that um kind of taking it internally and and looking to myself for kind of to control something. Um it was like, I can't control my outer circumstances, but I can control myself. So I can control calories. I can control um, my workouts and things like that. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's been, I've been very obsessed, I would say, and very focused unhealthily. So on my body since I was 12 or so. And um, yeah, knowing we were going to talk today, I was thinking a lot about, you know, my story and, and how do you even sum that up? Because it is such a long story. Um, and it's years and years um, of effort and years and years of trying different things, um, experimenting with different things and still not getting the result I wanted. Um, but it is also a story that's not finished. So I do feel like I'm in a healthy place right now. I think that my approach is healthier. My views are healthier, um, but I still have you know a long way ahead of me. Um, but when I do kind of look over that long history and think about the themes that kind of pop up continuously through, through my life, um, it's generally two, which is, uh, under eating. I think that I've been in a calorie deficit, like honestly, in my whole life, um, and to varying degrees. So sometimes that was a lot more extreme and other times it was, uh, you know, more gentle, but 
I always believed that if you wanted to be healthy, if you wanted to be fit, skinny, whatever, um, you had to be in a calorie deficit. That was just baseline understanding. Um, so, so yeah, so I've always eaten low calories and whether that was, um, you know, with a different like flavor of trending topic of, oh, it was uh, intermittent fasting, which is why I was doing it, or it was keto or paleo or whatever. Um, it was just always a reason to be restricting. And then the other theme is over-exercise. So um, sometimes that looked like two, three hours, formally working out in a gym um, every day, no rest days, just giving it my all. And then other times that looked more simple, like, you know, having a job where I was on my feet all day or commuting to work by walking several hours. Um, and all of that kind of lifestyle stuff was fine, but paired with the low calories of a thousand calories a day or something, it was just way too much for my body to handle. Um, so, so yeah, those are just been kind of the main themes, I suppose, of, of my journey. A question yeah. I like to ask, which I yeah. find really interesting is where did it all start for you? So yeah, you've ended up in this position where exercise controlled your life, under yeah. controlled your life, but it had to have stemmed from somewhere. So when was your earliest memory of maybe feeling like your body wasn't enough or you had inadequate inadequacies? Sorry, that was a mm. bit of math for that word sometimes to get out my mouth. When did you first become aware of your body and that it wasn't good enough? Well, and I think, I think too, in, I feel like actually at a young age, like my body was good, you know, like I was, I was a lean kid. Like I was um, like, I was pretty small. Um, but I think that almost in the reverse, like, I think I got a lot of validation for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a lot of praise for that and, and saw it as like something that was a good thing. So anytime that I did experience weight gain, like that was, you know, that was taking me further from, from yeah. what I wanted to be. Like I'm, I'm very much a people pleaser, but also very, you know, self-conscious and vain. So um, anything that kind of was giving me praise in that direction um, was just everything to me. So, so yeah, I really wanted to like hold on to that. Um, and also, yeah, like I, I experienced a lot of um, food intolerances and, and sickness as, as a kid too, that kind of made me um, mistrust food and, and feel like food was the enemy. Um, so a lot of times, like I just, felt better in my body when I would eat less and, and function on, on less calories. And so, so yeah, I think it was constant reinforcements that I look better. I feel better being skinny um, and look better and feel better. And like get everything I want when I'm eating less. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's um, that's really funny because that resonates a lot with my story because I was very similar mm-hmm. as a kid, very like skinny all the time. And and, you know, I, I guess there's different challenges that come with that and there's challenges that come with if you're a, ch- a kid that maybe held more body fat and felt bigger than they should be. And I don't want to say that one is necessarily harder than the other. However, um, we can be looked at when you don't have a lot of fat on you, when you are a skinny kid, that like why should you have any issues with your body image? You're skinny, it's easy for you. But mm. what I've heard there, what you mentioned is exactly the fact that when we get that reinforcement, and this is the unfortunate thing about society and for girls, unfortunately, even growing up from such a young age is that the way that your body looks and your weight determines your value, which is exactly what I heard was your situation. So for you to just relax around 
your body and just eat what you want and enjoy being young, that meant the potential of your body changing, which then would have resulted in you not being seen or you not being valuable, which is when you're in that adolescent stage of your life, probably the worst thing for you because all we want to do is fit in and feel like we have a place, right? And it's so unfortunate that we reinforce that to young kids. So, Mm. okay, so that's your situation there. Then I guess, so you're quite aware of that. When did it start to turn a little bit more sinister? Like when did you start delving into calorie deficits and potential like different diets? And then when did that relationship with exercise also develop? Um, Yeah. So, so again, I mean, I think moving around a lot um, in my, in my twenties and into my thirties, I've kind of uh, restarted my life over several times. So, so it is kind of, you know, new country, new way of life, new, new output, like new routines and new habits and, and whatever. So, so that kind of has looked differently over the years. Um, but I feel like kind of honestly, when COVID hit, like it's, it kind of changed. Um, it kind of like everything came to, came to a head, like it all kind of like came to its climax. And I think that again, COVID was another situation that kind of reflected back to when I was younger and going through a stressful time where I was like, the world feels out of control. And I know what I can control is my body and I can control my calories and I can control my exercise. um, And I can feel empowered and strong by doing that and kind of like hyper focusing on that small aspect. Um, And as well, I kind of found COVID to be this like amazing opportunity that I'd always wanted where I was like, I am... I have so much more free time. I have way less distractions, way less commitments. Um, and I can, I can do it, you know, like all excuses aside, like now is my time and I'm going to get the body I wanted. Um, nothing stopping me. Like I'm going to give it my all. Um, and I did. And, and even though I wasn't getting the results I wanted, I was so self-righteously proud of my effort. Like I have never been more dedicated, more like flawlessly, pushing. Um, I was doing, yeah, like two to three hours of exercise, six to seven days a week. Um, I was, you know, at a thousand calories. Um, and it was, it was no rest days, no cheat meals, no cheat, um, days, like nothing like that. And it was perfect. And I always had this idea that I was always short of my goals because I wasn't putting in enough effort, you know, like you look at, diet culture and people talking about like how to get the body you want. And it's always less calories, more exercise. And I couldn't be doing any more exercise um, or doing less calories. Um, Like it was perfect. And it was so frustrating that I felt like I deserved to be fit. Like I deserved to have this perfect body because everything I was doing was right. Um, And yet, like, I was this hamster in a wheel that was just running along with scampering my little feet, um, putting in all of the effort and, like, going absolutely nowhere because I'm just on the wrong track. Um, So it was super disheartening. And and beyond that, too, like, I actually was moving, like, weight aside, I was moving further away from my health goals because even at my skinniest, I was completely painfully bloated every day. So I couldn't even enjoy being slim because I was just swollen. Um, I started developing like insane acne for the first time in my life. And that was super disheartening um, because I'm yeah doing this vain pursuit to try and feel more confident, more beautiful. And my skin is just like, no, <laughs> like mm-hmm. we're against you. Um, so yeah, my body was just totally fueled on stress. I had no energy. Um, yeah, it was just super, 
super depleted, super defeated. Um, and yeah, just kind of at an all time low when I felt like I should be achieving everything. Um, so, so yeah, that was kind of where I was at. Mm -hmm. There's like, so there's two parts to that because when you said like, you were so proud of yourself and you were so happy with what you were doing to me, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, that makes sense because for you, what you thought would make you happy is getting this perfect body is being able to implement this really strict diet this crazy exercise regime. And so the anxiety that you would have had prior to COVID when you couldn't do that was always weighing on you. And Mm. it's so funny because we see this with girls and I know you felt this as well, is that you know, like, so you knew that protocol was not good for you. I mean, your body was fighting back, but a part of you felt good about it. So you were getting some kind of satisfaction from the process And we see that when girls come to us as well, they're not necessarily getting the results. They're not looking the way that they want to, but there is comfort found in this routine they've created for themselves where they feel, and I think the key here Mm -hmm. is in control, right? But that control is, is really, is number one, hurting them. And the fear of changing anything is just, it's it's not real, right? It's not real. Like in our minds we think, and we're going to delve into this because you have completely stopped that. And in fact, mm. what you thought would happen if you had more balance in your life, all of this weight gain, you completely, your body completely changing actually hasn't happened, right? So we live right. in this idea of like if we lose control of what we're doing, which actually isn't even working, the worst thing on the planet is going to occur. And I want to say I'm so sorry that you went through that because that sounds like an absolute nightmare, eating hardly nothing and exercising that much every day. My goodness, your poor body. And no wonder why your digestion was terrible and your I know. skin was bad. But do you know what? It's all a part of the process and we just have to learn these lessons. And look, I've been there as well. And I think we should never look back and regret anything in our life because everything that we do teaches us a lesson. And that's how you've landed here today which maybe let's talk about that. So the transition from what you were doing, you're in COVID, you're exercising like crazy, you are under eating, then you start to have issues with your digestion, which are very frustrating. It's the worst when you've just got slow digestion. It's terrible. And now your skin is breaking out and that's something that you hadn't really experienced prior. What then happened? Did you feel like you needed to change things or was there a particular situation or a catalyst that made you think, all right, I've got to reach out and get some help for this. Um, Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, getting gold stars in my efforts and, and, and knowing that like there was no room for blame on what I was doing, like, because I was doing everything so perfectly, there was nothing to point at and be like, if only I just done this, or if only I could do more, like it, it, it was everything. So like I'd gotten to the end of that path and, and, what was at the end of that path wasn't what I thought it was, you know, like I thought at the end of that path was, you know, this perfect body and feeling healthy and feeling amazing. Um, and, and I got to the end of the road and was like looking around, like, where's that, where is all of that? And it wasn't there. Um, so yeah, just kind of realizing I needed to change my approach. Um, and I had, you know, I'd heard of reverse diets and, and was trying to educate myself on all of that. 
and decided that like, yeah, I was going to, I was going to nourish my body. I was going to give it what it needed. And I was going to do this drastic thing and increase my calories from, you know, a thousand, 1200 calories a day, all the way up to 1600 calories. And I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be the game changer. You know, like I am, I am giving my body so much. It's going to love it. I'm going to have so much more energy for my workouts. It's going to be amazing. Um, but instead I just gained weight. And, um, and then because, you know, as I've learned, my body had like had metabolic adaptation and, and, and that was suddenly a surplus, even though, you know, that's a crazy amount to, to be working up to. Um, and I still had no energy, you know, like it wasn't the transformative thing I thought it was going to be. It just left me feeling, uh, chubby and frustrated. Uh, so I kind of was at the point where I was like, oh, my whole life, I've just been doing everything on my own. And best efforts, you know, like I've, I've tried, um, but clearly like I'm a bit blind on this and like I, I need, I need a path, I need structure, I need someone to like kind of point me to, to an alternative, you know, so I started looking for, started cutting out all like the people or, you know, influencers or whatever in my life that I was seeing that were just kept promoting, um, you know, less calories, more, more workouts, um, and started looking for alternatives and, and not just people that were, you know, offering alternatives, but also someone offering an alternative that had like a body type that I was like, ah, yes, that, that is my goal. That, that is what, you know, I want. And that makes sense as a route to get there. Um, which is kind of how I landed on GirlFit method. Yeah. And here we are. And here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, um, well, I'm so happy you found us and, um, it is a it is a hard process to do on your own. It really is. And, you know, even for me and myself, when I was in a very similar situation to you and then transitioned over to do a reverse diet, I also worked with a coach. And there is, and this is the hardest bit I think girls find really difficult is when, and you can think back about your situation, when you were in that mindset of under-eating and over-exercising, you obviously are really fearful of gaining weight. And then the idea of stopping that, eating more, and do you know what? Gaining weight is terrifying until you get to the point where you realize, hold on, if I continue doing what I am doing for another six months, for another 12 months, for another two years, that is more terrifying to me than potentially gaining weight. And that is the that's the place you need to get to in order to make that first step. Um, For sure. And and I think like exactly what you said, you were doing all the things that you wish you could have done prior to COVID, right? You had all the time to be able to follow your diet, to exercise. Did it make you happy? No, it didn't make you happy. So this idea that you had in your mind that would go, all right, you know, once I get to this point, once I'm able to do this, that's when I'm going to find happiness and contentment in myself just didn't happen. And you realize, oh, wow, okay. Maybe, maybe I'm looking at this all wrong. All right. So let's talk about the fear, the terror you felt when, when was, starting with us. I mean, and, and I'd been following, I'd been following you for, for months um, and it did not click, uh, click through. Cause I, I knew what I was going to be told, you know, like I knew realistically, like outside of, outside of what I was doing day to day, like I knew it was wrong. And, and I knew that I was going to be told that I had to eat more and work out less. And that sounded, that sounded like not something I wanted to do. Um, and, but exactly like what you talked about, like, I felt like if this is looming ahead of me, you know, like if, if I am going to have to gain the weight, if I am going to have to go down this path, like 
you know, I'm in my mind, I'm going to balloon out. I'm going to like gain like a hundred pounds. Um, but you know, if, if that's what's required, I would much rather have that started now, like started today yeah. and like work towards getting that behind me than this constantly like looming ahead that I'm going to have to approach. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I feel like I kind of got to a place where I just felt resolved on that. Um, and it was like, this is going to suck. I'm going to hate this. Um, and I'm going to be like kicking and screaming, but I will do it. Like I'll, you know, I like ticking my boxes. I like following a plan. So it's like, I'll do it, but I'm not going to like it. And it's going to be terrible. Um, so I, I got to that point. Um, and yeah, but it honestly hasn't been terrible. So, so that's also been, that's been a nice surprise. Well, that's what, um, I want yeah. to talk, that's what I want to talk about. And I don't want to sugarcoat it either because it's not an easy process. No one does it mm-hmm. and it just is like, oh, wow, this is so, this is so much easier than what I thought. The process is very mentally challenging, not physically challenging, mentally challenging. And I know that there would have been times where you doubted yourself and you were scared. What has helped you overcome those moments when you kind of wanted to revert back to your old habits because they felt safe? What kind of kept yeah. you focused on that end goal? Um, honestly, I feel so. I'm I'm working with uh, Vanessa, and she's been great. Um, and yeah, like I feel like just being constantly reminded of why I'm doing this and and what what it's getting me, um, why this is the process because yeah, um, slowly increasing my calories, uh, was something that I could kind of wrap my head around. Um, decreasing my activity, um, has been a challenge and, and yeah, like occasionally like message Vanessa and be like, um, but like, can I just like add a little bit of this or like maybe just (laughs) add a little bit of that? She's like, nope, absolutely not. Um, which is, you know, like I need that, like I need that soundboard because left to my own devices, like I just, go back to my old ways. Right. And, um, so yeah, so that's, that's been helpful. Um, and also like, I think doing the check-ins, um, doing, doing the measurements, doing, you know, like I feel like I'll have weeks where I feel massive and I'm like, Oh, it's because I'm eating so much and I'm full. And the feeling of full is something that I'm not used yeah. to and I hate it. Um, and so it's like, Oh, I just feel, I feel lazy cause I'm not working out all the time. And I feel like I'm just putting food back and, and I feel resistant to it. Um, but doing measurements and being like, actually like my waist size hasn't changed at all. Um, like it hasn't gone up at all. And, you know, but what has gone up is, is my butt I'm getting a booty. I'm finally like putting muscle on for the first time, you know? So like having like those like little rewards of being like, ah, yes, this is what progress looks like. Um, has been, has been helpful keeping me on track. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Like how important Mm. is accountability? Accountability is just absolutely key because when we rely on ourselves, especially in a process like this where every little part of us, our brain inside is just screaming, going, no, 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 no. Like what are you doing? You need someone outside of your own head to remind you of, hold on, remember this is the reality of things. The fear that you're feeling right now like you you need to be able to quieten that. And that's really hard to do on your own when you're stuck in your own head. Um, right. So I'm really so proud of you for that. And I know a big, big issue for you was your digestive health and how yeah. much that suffered and actually your skin. So where are you at with both of those things today? Um, so it's been weird that I don't bloat daily. Like it's, it's just, it's been such a part of my life that like now, like I almost every day, like I'm saying to my husband, I'm like, I'm not bloated right now. I feel amazing. Like, look at my stomach. It's like out to here. Like it's like, I just watch it sometimes waiting for it to like distend after every meal and, and it doesn't. And it's amazing. And it, but it's also, it's just so weird. Like something, a massive part of my life is suddenly 
not there. Like I don't have Mm. to worry about that. So that's been incredible. And I wouldn't say that like, I never bloat anymore, but it's it's like down by like 95%. Like, so, so that's amazing. Massive. Yeah. Um, and then my skin has healed a lot. I mean, it's not perfect and, and, you know, a long way to go there, but it's, it's definitely, um, slowed down in its aggression and inflammation. Um, so that's been, that's been nice. And then, um, another massive win I feel like I've had, um, has been having my energy back. Um, and now, you know, I, the quantity of my workouts has decreased, but the quality has increased. Like I feel like for the first time I'm able to push myself in the gym, not by like putting in long hours, but pushing, you know, increasing the the weights I'm using and increasing the reps and feeling like there's a progression of strength there um, that I wasn't having before. Like I was just kind of going through the motions before. Um, So now I have, you know, energy to actually give to my workouts and give to other aspects of my life. Um, so yeah, I feel like in a way, I feel like I've gotten my life back because mm-hmm. I mean, not only am I have hours in a day now that aren't filled with working out, um, but also I just have the energy to actually do something with those hours. Um, so, so that's been, yeah, it's been huge. That's amazing. You're back in control mm-hmm. of food and exercise and that's no longer yeah. controlling you. And there is so much joy when that happens because you can start to live life and, you really realize that life is so much more than just counting every calorie and getting every step in or getting every workout in. There's so much more mm-hmm. fulfillment outside of that within life. Mm-hmm. I'm so incredibly yeah. proud of you, like so incredibly proud of you. I know how much courage it takes and bravery to be able to do that and you deserve every ounce of happiness and joy and just all the good stuff that you're getting right now. And that's all due to the fact that you just stepped out and didn't listen to fear, which is hard, but it takes a very courageous person. So I wanted to say a massive well done and a big shout out to Coach Vanessa. She is incredible, absolutely incredible. So because you've been through this, I mean, your story is so similar to mine. And um, I remember in my journey looking for YouTube videos, looking for podcasts where people talked about this in their own experience, just mm. so I could be like, okay, I don't want to feel so alone. How did someone get themselves out of this situation Like, and did it even with the fear? So if someone's listening and going, oh, my gosh, like this is me, what piece of advice would you give them to encourage them to step mm-hmm. out regardless of what the fear is telling them? I am just interrupting this podcast episode to bring you today's sponsor. And today's sponsor is, hold on, it's GirlFit Method. Yes, today's sponsor is us. And I am jumping into your ears very quickly to let you know about how we can change your life. Now, if you're anything like me, you potentially may have spent a lot of time under consuming, thinking you need to eat less in order to look better, exercise more in order to look better. And maybe it's gotten you nowhere because it sure did get me nowhere. But the incredible news is it doesn't need to be that way. That is what we do here at Girl Fit Method. We teach girls how they can eat more, improve the look of their body and ultimately 
ultimately find food freedom. If you are sick and tired of spinning your wheels, getting absolutely nowhere, and you want to find out how we have helped over a thousand women transform their bodies, up-level their mindset, and get the results that they've desperately wanted, then I would suggest heading to our show notes and completing our obligation-free application form. That'll give you a little bit more information about our coaching, what we do, and how we can potentially help you. All right, let's get back into today's podcast episode. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess that there, that there is another way, you know, like, I feel like we've been programmed to think that like, there's, there's just one, one way to get to where you want to go, but there is another way. And there's this poem I love um, that has actually been like, that I've been ruminating on a lot, because I feel like it pairs with my health journey so much. And it goes that there's uh, you don't always have to be a fire for every mountain blocking you, but you could be a water and soft river your way to freedom too. And mm-hmm. I think so often, like we are just fighting and pushing and like, and, and, and it's, it's fighting our bodies and pushing our bodies and burning and exerting and tiring ourselves out. And, and that's not going to move a mountain, you know, like that's, just not going to get you to where you need to go. It's just going to like burn yourself out. Um, but yeah, just taking a more nourishing, healthful, gentle, loving approach to yourself, like you can, you can much more effectively get to where you want to go. Um, so yeah, I think just kind of having that mind switch and, and flowing along with that, um, yeah, is going to be much more of an achievement, much more progress um, than you would make otherwise. So yeah. Beautifully said, work with your body, not against mm, it, I think is exactly. the key there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Randy. You're an absolute just ray of sunshine. It's been such an honor and a pleasure. Yeah, you are to have you a part of the Girl Fit Method family. And thank you so much for sharing your story. I know it's going to help so many listeners out there. I hope so. It's been a good time. Thank you for having me. My pleasure.